0: Welcome Rock back and roll. again, everyone. I think we're on episode 77, guys.
1: 77. Woo. Is that welcome, welcome. Number 77. Seven. Seven. And on our way to heaven. Symbolic. Symbolic. Hmm. Thanks
0: for joining us for Suffer Buffer. Again, with the questions. Damn, people. The question being, what the hell are you talking about? Right? Right
1: yeah thanks guys for the. Story. what the hell are you talking about well
0: yeah. uh, obviously aspirin
2: buffering aspirin right uh, <laughs> all suffered to be so now pass the goddamn aspirin
1: <laughs> was, that, <laughs> was, was that an attempt at an irish accent uh the best i can do brother and i'm supposedly irish yes with my unrevealed <laughs> like last a, like name between irish and asian it was like oh well, <laughs> I'm the Chinese Englishman. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> Lest we start offending some of our listeners. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> Let's get into the episode, shall we? You guys know that we have some sensibility among us. The way we progress through episodes where we always start with the L. The LDS.
1: LDS. LDS.
2: You okay there, David? (laughs) I need a cigar.
0: Okay. In the Salt Lake Tribune, because that's where we get a ton of our news. Imagine that. For the episode, anyway. I usually don't look at the Tribune. (laughs) No offense. Um, This Week in Mormon Land, you know, you guys know this column by now. There's a column called This Week in Mormon Land. And there's an accompanying podcast, evidently, that goes with this. Anyway. This week in Mormon land, liberals Leary at BYU, Wyoming's Black 14 team up with the church, and Uchtdorf approaches a big birthday.
1: What? Ooh. Yes.
0: Thanks. Yes. So this is a combined three news pieces in one. How's that for efficiency? Yeah. That's pretty good. Thank you. Hmm. Thanks, Mitch.
1: Screw you, Dave. You're welcome.
0: So... <laughs>
2: So here we go. I'm not impressed, but go ahead.
0: Yeah, whatever, whatever. The right and left to free speech at BYU. Quote: When asked to share their political views, liberal students at Brigham Young University, unlike their conservative classmates, may be more inclined to sit on their hands than raise them. And where's the thumb? Exactly. Mm-hmm. The 2020 mm-hmm. college free speech rankings put BYU dead last among 55 top schools as the most difficult university in the U.S. for left leaning students to practice freedom of expression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Jimbo. Jimbo, the drum. God damn, dude. That was a major. Wait, I thought that. his name was Frankie. No, he passed yeah, out. He passed out. We had to replace him. Yeah, Frankie got oh, replaced. That's too anyway, bad. Anyway. At the same time, the church's premier college finished as the fourth friendliest for students with right-leaning oh. politics. Oh, look at the right-leaning politics. Oh, would you
1: say hi? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's all I'm going to say on that piece. Here's another piece. Former foes team up on Mercy Mission. This is the Black 14. Race. What? In 1969... The University of Wyoming's, quote, black 14 football players stood up against the church over its racial policies. 51 years later, the former opponents are on the same side. The ex-cowboys, with their, quote, mind, body, and soul initiative, are teaming up with the church and their alma mater to deliver up to 180 tons of food to the Wind River Indian Reservation and eight other vulnerable communities. Uh, So, here's a little more history there. In October 1969, 14 African-American players for Wyoming planned to sport black armbands in a game against BYU to protest the church's priesthood temple ban, which ended in 78. (laughs) 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 So, this was 69. So, the temple priesthood ban was still in place, right? Oh, my God. So, they planned Um, to wear black armbands to the game as a statement against it, right? And their coach booted them off the team hours before the kickoff. <sighs> oh, what a piece of shit. Yeah. So I, I had no idea that this even happened,
2: right? Long no, I had that. no idea either. And I was even alive back then. Yeah,
0: you were. Weren't you like 30? I was four, 45. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> Thanks, Jimbo. Better timing this time. All right. Another Ooh. former Wyoming player, Mel Hamilton, said he met last year in Salt Lake City with three Latter-day Saint apostles who showed him around the church's distribution center. Uh, looking back at the past dispute, Blackport team member John Griffin told the Gillette News Record, quote, We never would have guessed this current charitable collaboration would have happened. Well moving on. Celebrating Uchtdorf. Remembering... Kepler. Happy
1: birthday, Uchtdorf. Cute
0: dork. Okay. Without looking up anything on Google, any ideas what his birthday is? How old is he going to be?
1: Huh. He's turning it, 79. 79. Dave, your guess? 83. 83.
2: No, he, he's younger than that. He's... Yeah, okay. i
0: one up. He's he's 80. Okay. On Friday, Dieter F. Uchtdorf will join the ranks of octogenarians... Ah, ah, mm-hmm. yes, that's when the popular possible will turn 80 years old. Okay,
2: hey. I want my door prize, man. Yeah, come on, uh, give it to you later. We poke fun at these bastards all the time, mm-hmm. and rightly so, yeah, but they do live. A good ripe old age, don't they? They do seem to last, <laughs> and, and and of course they would attribute that to their righteous living the and wisdom. obeying the word of wisdom. And uh, but it it is uncanny and it's annoying.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's
2: fucking annoying. It is a little. Annoying. <laughs> That or they're just vampires so there's that Ooh, option that we we're gonna go're gonna get, we're gonna get a little cultish,
0: are we Yes with the Irish Asian accent
2: <laughs>
0: I'm glad you guys, you like it don't you Yes oh, this is a, all right I didn't know I didn't know this guy is ready twice a refugee I didn't know that. Udorf was born on the first 6 1940 in Ostrava. Czechoslovakia. I didn't know. He's not he's not Hoyman. No, he's not. Later in nineteen fifty two, he and his family fled the then East Germany to West Germany so they they fled the wall i guess Uchdorf joined the german air force and later became a commercial airline pilot we knew that executive. about him yeah we yep. knew yeah he married harriet reich no pun intended i guess with the last name seriously yes in 1962 <laughs> he became an apostle in october 2004 um, yeah meanwhile thursday marks the 35th anniversary of the death of the church's 12th president Spencer dumbayu kemball Dumble you. (laughs) Dumble
1: you. Dumbledore.
0: (laughs) And that's all I'll share for, um, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Thanks. Um, I have been waiting, Dave, because you shared just one, I think, recently, and then you shared (laughs) zero in another episode. It's time for a little bit.
2: I think the the Mormon (laughs) Tabernacle, Mormon Tabernacle Choir was,
0: wait. Missed out. Okay. Yes, they did, didn't they?
2: We are in the year, believe it or not. You think it's 2020. Oh, hell no. It's 1955. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. March 30th, Quorum of the Twelve Apostles recommends establishment of a separate unit or branch For African American members in Salt Lake City, this fucking shit does not stop. Okay, so it started really heavy with Brigham. It's now 1955, and it's still
0: prevalent. So that's been Um, remind us, I mean, Brigham period. Was Brigham alive in 1855? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hell, he yeah. was born two or three years before Joseph. Yeah. So a hundred years later, the church yeah. is still still going on, on the Brighamite.
2: Yeah. We, no, we love we. God loves all His children, but to stay the fuck over there, okay?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah no problem. Kind of put back of the bus. Uh, back different. of the bus. Hey, and this was just a test for the <laughs> African American community, right? This was, uh, so they could learn. Oh, God. To suffer. Okay,
2: a little bit more on ethnicity. Oh, yeah. June 27th, first presidency letter instructs state presidents that Native American Indian children may be legally taken into LDS homes in Utah only through the agency of the Relief Society, as if that's a entity, mm-hmm. a political entity. Mm-hmm. Established July 1954, this Indian placement program ah. seeks to give educational and cultural advantages to Native Americans by placing their elementary and secondary school-age children in homes of LSD Anglo-Americans for each school year. And and I remember it vividly. Yeah, it was still going on when we... I'm that old. <laughs> <a weather. laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, huh. and it was disbanded because it was dysfunctional.
1: Yeah. Why why would that be? That's weird. You would think that would be
2: yeah, I should have gotten some more some more details on that, but yeah, it did you guys there was some uproar from the NAACP or some shit. I don't know. Joel, and you'll recognize this name, Joel F. LeBaron, incorporates the Church of the Firstborn of the fullness of times. That's almost, that's almost as long as the Mormon church handle. Hmm. Only fu- Mormon fundamentalist group to aggressively proselytize. I did not know that. I didn't know so they they had, they had their own missionaries. Yeah, I,
1: I've never even heard of that, that
2: church break off. Church of the Firstborn. I, I've heard of it. But it's another fundamentalist group, which there are many of.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it's because Joseph Smith was a true prophet. Of and course, ever since he died, the church has just gone off track. Yeah, in um, in like seventeen or eighteen
2: different tracks. Oh, this is fun stuff yeah. uh, <laughs> for me. Anyway, <laughs> November 9th. Yeah. first presidency informs seventies president. Bruce R. McConkie that they have misgivings about his intended publication of the multi-volumed Sound Doctrine. So that's the title, Sound Doctrine as a censored and condensed version of the Journal of Discourses. Now think about what what he's trying to do there. He's basically doing what the church has always done. Let's rip that shit Uh wait, what? Yeah, not to spread (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think so. Spread spreading does apply, but it would be more like shoveling something out
0: of the barn. David, they're Uh, only doing what the church has done before on other planets. (laughs) Are they not? (laughs) How much acid did you guys take before this <laughs> podcast? I mean,
2: so none. can think of that, can think of this. Of all people, of course, Bruce Conky uh-huh. is going to render a new edition of the Journal of Discourses devoid of 90% of it, which is insane shit. <laughs> the first presidency reads page proofs of the first volume and responds on the 9th of February quote omissions would probably be sought out and magnified by the church's critics uh. <laughs> yes they would Yeah. oh um. why did they take those entries out <laughs> and so they ask him to please don't do it yeah
3: yeah, well. yeah.
2: <gasps> Yeah. I've got I got a, several more. You guys, let me know when we're done. I love it. Uh, Keep going. Oh, okay. It's David O. McKay, and the only reason I mention this is this is. Uh, <laughs> Are you okay? This, this is the temple that I was. <laughs> I went through my first session in it. David O. McKay de- dedicates the temple at Los Angeles, California. Ah, uh, the L.A. Temple. Yes. This one's fun. One more. April tenth, we're in nineteen fifty six now. Non-LDS governor of Utah, Jay Bracken Lee, speaks of his council. That the way some of the shit's worded to prominent non Mormons, that is worded so weird. Yeah. Why don't they just say councils non? I don't know. Ask D. Michael what the hell he was doing there. Damn it, D. Michael. Yes. I said to them, you are never going to have any success in Utah unless you let the leaders of the church give you some advice.
1: (laughs) I mean, you know yeah, how yeah. how. Uh, no matter how wrong that sounds, it's. True. I'm sure it was very true. Yeah, you can't progress oh, it, far in Utah. Absolutely without. true. It, yeah, no it, it it
2: was it was good That's advice. The sad part. It's the sad yeah. part. Okay, uh, we got you in our pocket. Indeed. Wait. What's what else is in my pocket? Let me check. Wait, hang on. No, uh, don't go down that road, David. All right. Take your hands out of your pockets. Yeah. That's it. I've got there's some juicy stuff waiting, guys. Ooh. So you, you've gotta rejoin us next time because some of the stuff that's coming up <laughs> when you thought it couldn't get any better or worse. Worse. Yeah <laughs> it does. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, it constantly mm. surprises us. I keep thinking it's gonna get less weird and I No. No, no, no. it's been it consistent. Mitch I'm gonna turn the time i picture myself standing at the podium as a bishop here
1: i will now turn my
2: time over to the presiding authority who will speak the
0: word of the lord unto the congregation it's Mitchell who's going to share with us a quote that applies to the topic of the podcast
1: do you mind All right. (laughs) It's time for Whose Line Was It? Anyway, where I will read a quote and you and Dave try and guess who it is. John F. Kennedy. Mm. Uh, No, no. (laughs) Jonathan Winters? Okay. No, no. Let let me read the quote. (laughs) All right. Yes. Quote. Most of our suffering, brothers and sisters, actually comes because of our sins, and not because of our nobility.
2: Ooh, mm-hmm. Ooh. I was got a that couple of mm-hmm.
1: was that a David B. Hate, B. Neil A. Maxwell, or C. Jeffrey R. Holland? Oh, Holland. Man. You think it was Holland? Hmm. That sounds both like... wrong. Fuck. <laughs> I didn't even. Give it a was guess. Neil A. Maxwell. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Tricked me. you did. I tricked you. Um, I'll give you. I'll give you one more shot. Um, okay. So uh, this time, um, it's, could you actually let me have a guess? And well, you were too slow, Mike. <laughs> Isn't that a
2: name of a popsicle? A slow mic? Uh, anyway, uh, probably. I don't know.
1: Okay. Anyway. All right. Quote number two, and the final quote. To redeem yourself, Mike. <laughs> uh, quote: Suffering can. <laughs> Excuse Here's me, sorry, bitch. I'm a little nervous. Um, <clears throat> yeah, with all the people watching. Yes, yes, <laughs> um,
0: yes. Okay. Thanks,
1: Jimbo. Go we don't ahead. need that right now.
0: Go ahead.
1: <laughs> all right. Quote. Here's quote number two. Who said this quote? <clears throat> Suffering can take us one of two ways. It can be a strengthening and a purifying experience combined with faith, or it can be a destructive force in our lives if we do not have the faith in the Lord's atoning sacrifice. The purpose of suffering is to build and strengthen us. We learn obedience by the things we suffer. suffer. Whoa! All right, was that A. Dallin H. Oaks, B. Richard G. Scott, or C. David B. Haight? Yes, it was. Uh, actually, no. Sorry, uh, not Haight. <laughs> uh, Hales. Hales. Robert. Robert Let Hales. See. Let me see. Yeah.
0: Uh, could it have been the one that you had to correct to put the right surname? In there? No.
1: Why would that be the? <laughs> That's it's absurd. It's a little bit of a mind slippage. <laughs> no, no. Why would you think that? I meant to say, hate to throw you off. Uh huh. <laughs> I was thinking that you would think that I, that's, you know, that was the reason that happened, but uh <laughs> Okay. I guess you'll have to figure it out. Ah, oh, you son s- it, a bitch. It was hell. Holland. Holland. Holland you're back to
2: Holland, Holland. <laughs> I, I love to hate Holland so love to
1: hate yes love to hate love to uh, hate David be hate uh Michael what was your answer Hales. yeah Michael Michael's right nice it was so like a slip yeah. so all right.
2: The checks in the mail. Your prize will arrive mm-hmm. uh,
1: w- with your IRS statement. No, 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 no. Your prize is coming when the Lord comes again. Ooh, oh, ultimate prize. Oh, I like it. Wow. wow. Oh, I like it. Anyway, yeah, I, I just thought you know I'd share a couple of those quotes. To well, let, to let me start share start one. The episode. Okay. Let me share one from. Big old blabber mouth
2: himself. This is actually in the Doctrine and Covenants. What? Oh. And it's from our good friend
1: Joseph w- Smith.
2: No, this this is oh. this is the surprise. This is this section that is authored by his predecessor Brigham Smiley Face Young. Wouldn't that be mm.
0: successor?
2: Yeah, not. Okay, we're in DNC 136 (laughs) and verse 31. Yes. My people must be tried in all things that they may be prepared to receive that glory that I have for them, even the glory of Zion. And he that will not bear chastisement is not worthy of my kingdom. So, uh, yeah, thank you, you,
3: Brigham.
2: I feel so enlightened
0: and so motivated by that. Uh, Yeah,
2: thank
1: you. Thanks, Brigham. Uh, Yeah, well, talking. That's.
0: uh, It sounds like he was talking for God.
2: So. I, I tried to find one. There's so many verses about trials and suffering, uh, in the scriptures alone, let alone countless conference talks. And that one, yeah, kind of sums it up. It's like th- this is what they do is they take the third category of the reasons for suffering which is the church's Mm -hmm. (laughs) definition and puts it into number two. It's all on you. Yeah. Yeah, It's not, it's not life happened to me. You fucked up. You must bear chastisement or bear suffer, whatever it is. And if you can endure, Oh, you know, again, the carrot, the golden carrot waiting in some
0: other world. (laughs) <laughs> so okay carry on fellas you mentioned the categories Dave there's three basic reasons for suffering that seem to be kind of the the recurring themes through what leaders have said in the church and I have them in this order there's different orders doesn't really matter I guess as long as you get all three the first reason they say is suffering in this world is due to well Consequences for your poor decisions. Okay. And that includes, of course, in the church's definition, consequences for unrighteousness. So if you sin, mm. you will yeah. also create suffering for yourself and others if potentially. If you break commandments. Yeah. Uh, um,
2: and, and it depends on the degree of your willfulness when you break that commandment. Oh, shit, I slipped. I, I broke the commandment, but it was kind of a... I just... And then there's those that, I'm going to break this fucking commandment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so there's degrees. And that's why there's three degrees in heaven and, oh, okay. Oh, that summed mind. up
0: the whole thing. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah. Well, we can end now. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. Okay. So that's one. You, you You make a mistake or you sin, you get suffering, right? Number two. Well, you know, God in his infinite wisdom, he will sometimes test you. And that test may appear to you in your limited understanding of the great almighty. It may appear to you as suffering, but it's simply a test.
2: He loves yeah, you. you. You mere mortal who God once was.
0: Yes, that's right. And he's testing you to, you know, you guys probably heard of a hundred different metaphors or analogies in church, right? A very common one was, well, you don't make a good, strong, sharp sword without a hot fire. Yeah. You got to put that thing in a hot fire and then you have to. I sound like John Wayne almost there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and everything that goes along with that, then you have to hammer the sword, and you have to sharpen it with a whetstone, and all this grinding and pounding and heating up and sharp, and then you get this beautiful sharp sword, right? Kind of thing, which, which
2: is used to do. impale innocent children, right? Yeah. Oh wait, no, to cut off
1: Laban's head. Yeah, it's Uh-oh. a side note. Okay, it's a side note. that sword. Okay. Right?
0: okay. Well, if it's consequences for bad decisions or. God testing you what's the third category shit happens life life sucks shit happens <laughs> it's an imperfect world life and happened, you know yeah. and that includes a lot of things it not only includes things like natural disasters and just things you know things aren't made to last they're gonna break people die so you know hel- and, mentally yeah.
2: the most he- healthful healthy god damn i can't talk the most healthy would be that third one which yeah there are things that i have brought upon myself by my poor decisions yeah but but the one that makes the most sense is this is just life life Yep. life happens if a drunk runs me down trashes my car what did i do to create that Nothing. If I'm drunk and run somebody else over, that was my decision. That's right. So that there's there's your first two categories. So the church is trying to create a third category God. that God wants you to suffer. Yeah. For its beneficial benefits, that there is something to be gained. It's almost like that chosen seed kind of thing. A very peculiar people who like to be whipped. Yeah. Across the back. Yeah. That's what makes them peculiar. They like, they, well, they really don't like the suffering, but they like to say how much they've suffered. And so we'll get into that in a minute, I guess. Yeah. The historical aspect of the church's history and its suffering and its persecution.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's right. Exactly. So one, there's a lot of issues with this, and we won't get, Completely into the issues right now. We're going to summarize those, I think, in a moment here. But one of them, as you just said, Dave, that's a problem for members, and it creates kind of a mindfuck again, is mm-hmm. the oh, fact that – I haven't had one of those in a while. Thank God. Yeah, my ear still hurts from the last one. Thanks a lot. Um,
3: <laughs> so, <laughs> and,
0: and that is – I'm giving Jimbo the eye – Thanks, Jimbo. So that creates a conundrum for the members of the church to figure out, okay, which of the three is it? I'm going through suffering mm-hmm. right now. Is it because of me? I'm just not worthy enough. I, I don't have the spirit enough or perspective. I, I just, you know, whatever. I, I brought this on myself. Is it because God's testing me or is it because the world is just imperfect? And you know what? So Family members die and <laughs> if, you know, if life was a washing machine,
2: that's the goddamn spin cycle because you can spend your entire life spinning those options about everything everything that happens oh was that me was that life or was (laughs) that god and and you spend your whole life instead of living And experiencing free will and happiness, you're just spinning between those three options.
1: Oh, wow! Which which is it this time? Yeah, spin cycle. Yeah, I think it's a. I can. I guess I can only speak to my own experience, but within my own experience, most of my suffering I chalked up to it's a test. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I think I, I think. Um, my opinion is is that most the majority of church members and the church's stance in general will be that mm-hmm. more than the other two it'll mainly be this is a test that god's giving you you need to suffer you yep. need to and you know plan, like him. so plan. what they do what they do there if i if i i'm just Gonna
2: kind of getting a picture here they're blending number two with number three or whatever uh it sounds like a bathroom routine anyway you're <laughs> you're you're trying to put god wants it with the aspect of this is just life itself yeah w- and, wait and a minute maybe you, it's all three well, like at the can. same
0: time i don't know you can blend those pretty easily in the church because yeah, the fact that it's an imperfect earth and shit happens and trials, right, right, know, right. suffering occurs, is because, chaos theory <laughs> because of God's design. So you can mm-hmm. easily put those two together, right? God's testing you, and part of the way He tests you is He created the earth that way so that it would be imperfect and suffering would happen and all that kind of shit, right? Um so yeah, those easy those two are easy to intermingle with each other. And you're right, Mitch, you know, I think most of the suffering that's talked about in the church, they ch- chalk it up to and uh, you remember, that's why we're here to be tested. Um, but like <laughs> never never forget, of course, that but, if yeah. you sin, you've got suffering coming, baby. So that's always. A
2: so time. you live. You lived right. a pre mortal life of who knows how many eons, and now you were you were faithful. You were one of the very righteous mm-hmm. who chose this experience called mortality, and which includes this series of tests, all perfectly designed, not only for. mortality itself and all of humanity but for you specifically to to refine you again i use that word too much hone you whatever shape you with the sword analogy yep and and so that you're a perfect instrument of the lord in again another world i guess later
0: yeah and what he's doing with you is it's a great i think kind of a uh, what's the word double entendre right (laughs) he's he's (laughs) forming you he's forming you into a tool so that you can Hmm. be used as a
1: tool (laughs) (laughs) yes and man that just once you step outside of that bubble yeah and look back it it cheapened to me like now and i'm sure we will get into this in a few minutes but Man, just, just the, the thought now of saying, Oh, it's this is just a test. It cheapens life for me now, to oh, it be does. honest. Like, oh it, my god. It, yeah. It yeah. takes it away. It's like, oh, this is just a test and and I want to go back to my past self and shake my shoulders and be like, You fucking moron, stop it. Like this yeah. is yeah. This is not just a test. This is life. Don't cheapen it. Like people make mistakes, yeah. things happen. Mm-hmm. Stop. Stop Pretending it's some kind of elaborate test so that you can get some reward in the afterlife. Mm. So, you know, the anxiety that a lot of people experience
2: in taking tests and some that are geniuses even fail tests because they're just not good at tests. Yeah. And so it's like it's like God setting us all up. For that kind of anxiety mm-hmm. when, when, when we could be actually just living <laughs> and yeah. expressing our true authentic selves and, uh, and our free will, uh, it, it, for good or for bad and taking responsibility for every aspect of that. And saying, well, yeah, I guess I fucked up there. Okay, no questions here. It wasn't God. It wasn't Satan. It was me. Again, damn it. Okay, I'll I'll do better. Uh, oh, my God. It's another
0: form of uh, robbery. It is. Hmm. Isn't yeah, it? It is. I, I Yeah. I, I agree. Well, I have some beloved counsel to share from D. Hoax. Wait. Do I
1: need to get a pillow or... No, no, no,
0: it's up to
2: you No,
1: no, you, they're not a pillow for this one <laughs> okay. Maybe a shot of whiskey
0: Yeah oh, Okay, hang on, I'll yeah. be right back <laughs> Yeah, so here's So here's D-Hoax And we're going to share some Excerpts from a talk that he gave In 2016 General Conference Called Opposition and All Things So this is when President Monson no. was still kicking Fuck. around and this is the way – you can already tell by the title of the talk how De Hoax is framing this. He's framing suffering, the concept of suffering in life, et cetera, that we just talked about, synonymous or empowered by this concept of opposition in all things, which active members or people who were once active will recall was something that Lehi said, I believe, to Nephi, right? Um, he mm. was teaching his sons yes. or whatever. Chapter um, two. Yeah. Hey, everything has to have its opposite good and evil, pain and pleasure, et cetera, et cetera. Sounds like a wannabe Einstein. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> uh, and he's trying to explain. And, and of course, if you have that arrangement, then you'll have some negative with the positive and you'll have some suffering. And that's the way Oakes frames huh. all this. So let's, let's jump into a little bit of his talk here and we will. Explore the absolute goodness of D Hoax. Here we go.
3: Central to the gospel of Jesus Christ is the Father's plan of salvation for the eternal progress of his children. That plan, explained in modern revelation, helps us understand many things we face in mortality. My message focuses on the essential role of opposition in that plan. So that's how he kicks it off,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Hmm. Why is this part of the plan? Let's jump into that. He's going to tell us.
3: The purpose of mortal life for the children of God is to provide the experiences needed to progress toward perfection and ultimately realize their divine destiny as an heir of eternal life. As President Monson taught us so powerfully this morning, we progress by making choices by which we are tested to show that we will keep God's commandments. To be tested, we must have the agency to choose between alternatives. To provide alternatives on which to exercise our agency, we must have opposition.
2: So there you go. Okay. So let me say something on that, just mm-hmm. to throw out something different. There would be no evil without God. Consider that for a minute. Yeah, the flip, uh, under the flip this button. Under this philosophical religious treatise, yeah. this idea... This mindfuckery that he's throwing out here, uh, no, God created evil as well. Yeah, hmm. no, seriously, think of, think it through. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he look, did. He, look at the author. There must example. be opposition in all things. Mm-hmm. There's a righteousness, and there's a there's an evil side of things. And I provided them for the betterment of my children. Mm-hmm. Uh, when was the last time you heard a GA say yes? Yes. God did create evil as well that we might have a choice.
0: Yeah, hmm. they try to hide that whole concept behind uh-huh. Lucifer, yeah. right? Lucifer True. was the True. son of the morning and then he rebelled and so all the evil that was created
1: was his creation, not God's. Yeah, right? bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or or it and you know, if you want to get even further further into that, it's uh, Adam and Eve that's their fault you know they god gave them this perfect plan of staying in the garden living in paradise forever to avoid suffering and they were like yeah fuck it that apple looks great (laughs) you
2: you know what you know what the real problem was she chose a granny smith instead.
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) anyway yeah um oh how we could go down rabbit holes with that garden with apples yes with apples Let's see what he says. He, he quotes some of the verses from Lehi, right, that we talked about, and mm-hmm. the perspective we should have
3: in this whole concept. Let's, let's hear what he says there. These words, quote, Behold, all things have been done in the wisdom of him who knoweth all things. Adam fell that men might be, and men are that they might have joy.
2: I'm going to pause it there for a moment. Wait a minute. I thought men are that they might have opposition. Yeah. Opposition before the joy. Oh, oh, God damn it. (laughs) Okay. The horse before the cart. Sorry. I'm not going to go
0: way too far down the track on that whole verse there that the, The church, it's one of the many verses in the church that they love to quote, Adam fell that men might be, men are that they might have joy, next, blah, 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 blah. right? And Mm -hmm. proceed to go through into doctrines, including this one, ironically, that basically leave you with the understanding of, guess what, life has some good little tidbits in it, and there'll be little glimpses of fun things and happiness. However, most of life is just a pile of shit suffering, and it's part of your test you know well, what about mm-hmm. having joy what I had her she's
2: only <laughs> sorry she's only 14 oh. but <laughs> damn uh, I gotta tell you guys it's worth it's worth it it's worth all the yeah. suffering uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Okay. Joseph? <laughs> yes? <laughs> wow.
3: let's been con- wanting to meet you for so long. Let's continue. Let's continue here. Here we go. Opposition in the difficult circumstances we face in mortality is also part of the plan that furthers our growth in mortality. All of us experience oppositions that test us. Some of these tests are temptations to sin. Some are mortal challenges apart from personal sin. Some are very great. Some are minor. Some are continuous. Some are mere episodes. None of us is exempt. Opposition permits us to grow toward what our Heavenly Father would have us become. Hmm. So back to that point. This is
0: all part of God's plan he wants you to suffer that's it i mean
2: that's that's the plan as if there isn't already enough natural suffering occurring Mm -hmm. through the the mortal experience outside of religion
1: any religion well yeah yeah. this this just gets to be a paradox for me now that i'm out of religion when i think of the reasoning of how yeah not only Mormon Church reasons and tries to figure this shit out, but religion in general, especially Christianity, of some all-knowing God that's that's putting us on Earth so that we can suffer. So, therefore, He is actually creating the suffering, and the opposition is also Him because without mm-hmm. it, we yeah. couldn't get back to Him. And so, that's right, what, what you were saying, David? Mm-hmm. If, uh, if, if that's the case, then He did create evil. And he's the most manipulative son of a bitch in the whole universe (laughs) Yep. because what he does is he goes, hey, I'm going to create this and I'm going to put all the blame on someone else if it goes bad. And (laughs) now in order to get back to me, you have to, I'm going to leave you to the bad stuff. And then if you make it good on you, that means you really care.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to set you up. Well, I'm going to set you up to fail. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're all going to be set up to fail, and to make it so that you make it back to me, you got to crawl through all these hoops.
1: Get down on your bellies, bitches! You but know? that's why—that's why he sent his son so that we didn't have to oh wait we still okay. I guess that's what uh, yeah. differentiates Mormonism from Christianity is they're like hey Christ saves you JK you gotta do all this shit in order to be <laughs> saved but he saved you but just kidding he didn't not, we don't know which his way not in
2: Mormonism. No, Mormonism no you still you may have to actually die to pay for your sins <laughs> yeah. uh, that was just avowed David no we're gonna hang your testicles from the front porch Porch, motherfucker <laughs> wow that got dark so i won't i won't disagree well, it, with you ever it again. got real they got real they were doing that yeah it's yeah, uh, they it's were very doing brigham that young
0: of you david very brigham young of you so thank hey, you um, what what does this prove if we if we suffer through all these tests and we and we suck it up? Uh, what's what's that about?
3: We're all acquainted with other kinds of mortal opposition, not caused by our personal sins, including illness, disability, and death. President Thomas S. Monson explained quote Some of you may at times have cried out in your suffering, wondering why our heavenly Father would allow you to go through whatever trials you are facing. Our mortal life, however, was never meant to be easy or consistently pleasant. Our Heavenly Father knows that we learn and grow and become refined through hard challenges, heartbreaking sorrows, and difficult choices. Each one of us experiences dark days when loved ones pass away, painful times when our health is lost, Feelings of being forsaken when those we love seem to have abandoned us. These and other trials present us with the real test of our ability to endure.
1: There you go. Mm. That's what it's all about. Can you take it? Can you endure it, bitch? So, so I've, you know, I've got to just face some catastrophic uh, trial
2: well prove myself so and, all these little
1: trials are just bullshit right i have wait i gotta wait for the big exactly one. until until it's
2: happened you can just be anticipating it kind of wringing your hands like oh fuck it's it's just around the corner i know it yeah it, but it's gonna hit sooner or later and thank you god mm-hmm. that you love me this much and want me to to be with you forever In a heaven where there's other gods doing the same shit to other people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, uh, I I was just thinking really quickly, right? We just shared this, but my mind immediately goes back to men are that they might have joy. Right. And you hear the Monson quote that he just gave. You know, this life was never promised to be a bowl of cherries. You know, wait a minute. Men are that they might have joy. Well, (laughs) don't overread that verse. (laughs)
1: <laughs> what what? What? <laughs> and there, there's the catch though is yeah. the joy comes from what? Well, what does true joy come from in the Mormon church? Ultimate suffering. Yes, but it it goes back to the quote that I shared. Basically obedience. it's obedience. Yeah, yeah obedience. When That's we obey a, yeah. within joyful. the boundaries of the, this religion the that's true lds church the mormon church that's when we find joy so this only applies this is why well you know this is why i don't because because you know honestly you could read some of these quotes and you could be like yeah this applies to life of course it does like shit happens there is opposition out there we're gonna face things that'll help us grow because that's life but the difference is is if you just take life and focus on life truly accepting that principle goes against the mormon church because yeah, they right. will not allow you to break those boundaries so pain, pain and opposition come but when we embrace that and go this is i'm going to learn with it it actually requires us to look inward instead of outright god or to making some. some commitment to some church or going to the right. temple praying it away um it cheapens that experience it cheapens emotional growth because we're always putting our anger somewhere else we're like well oh i you know i I just got this terrible thing happened to me and instead of dealing with it emotionally in a healthy way i'm going to place it completely on this religion to save me you relegate
2: all of the the results the positive results that could be Created into this again the spin cycle. I keep going back to that where I'm just going around in circles, thinking: Did I fuck up? Did God fuck up? Did the world fuck up? Is everything fucked up? I, I you know, it's it's all my fault, and I know that. And actually, in a positive way, you can still say that. Yeah, it is my fault. I made a decision. I created these results, and now. I will take the following steps. Mm-hmm. I will do. I will act differently. I will do. You know, uh, rectify my wrongs, whatever it might be. Instead of oh, praying to a god or a banishing Satan, one or the other. Yeah, no. The way you said it was so much better when I just said, uh, On, Mitch. And the, uh, that was perfectly stated. Uh, yeah. It, it 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 again another form of giving your life away is I, I keep coming back to that
0: being a mormon is giving your life away that's right that's right to to a, a mindset and a a belief system where yeah. you're you're yeah. told you you are told no use putting in the effort into it you have the the blessing of being told what you're all about and what your life is yeah. Yeah. And, and who you are. And the fuel that feeds that spin cycle, Dave, again, back to your point, Mitch, okay, the joy we get to experience is as we're obedient, we get the blessings of God. And and the mindfuckery and the continued spin cycle there of you could be one of the top 10 obedient members who's ever lived on the face of the planet, right? You're just really good yeah. At checking all the boxes, you always are. You're conscientious about every commandment, etc., pretty much to a T, right? And guess what? You still get to have. You still get to have suffering, and so mm-hmm. the mindfuck is back. And all you can do for joy is look in the mirror and say, "Well, at least I'm pretty sure that it's not reason number one, right? Of me bringing it on myself. This is God testing yeah. me." Some of it is the imperfect world, which he created, by the way, so we're back to God testing me, and I just got to endure. I just got to bleed a little longer. to yep. the end. And that's your joy, is bleeding
1: longer, right? Let me see how long I can bleed before I bleed out. Hey guys, this wraps up part one of Suffer Buffer. As you can see, we dive in pretty deep into this topic and we didn't want you guys to have to sit through a whole hour and a half of this. So we've split it up. Tune in to Suffer Buffer part two coming up on our next episode. Thanks everyone. We will catch you next time.